What's up, y'all? Happy Monday. I hope everyone had a marvelous Mother's Day weekend. Welcome to episode, golly, what is this, six of hashtags and hangups. I just have to take a second, guys, because last week was kind of a whirlwind, and I released a two-part series on um, education and what that could look like in a post-COVID experience. But anyway, after I posted, it kind of hit me that I have done, I have been doing this podcast rather for over a month. And I just had to take a second last week and just really pat myself on the back because if you've been listening, you may recall that I shared in one of the earlier episodes that I'm consistently inconsistent and how I wanted to do this podcast as a way to just prove to myself that I could commit to something and actually see it through. And so I just have to take a second and just really celebrate that I did that. You know, I made it through the month of April Here I am on my second episode of May, and I'm just excited to have these conversations, and I really, really do appreciate you guys for listening. So this week, what am I talking about? I think I just want to extend Mother's Day, y'all. I was talking to a friend of mine, and it dawned on me that I actually think Mother's Day might be my second favorite holiday next to Christmas. And it's They're my favorites probably for the same reasons. And it's just because it's an opportunity to just shower some of the people I love the most um, with just appreciation and gratitude. And every now and again, a gift. Um, I'll be honest, this year, I I didn't send anybody anything. Um, Specifically, my mom, I didn't send her a gift. But um, I let her know that I am so appreciative of her and all of the sacrifices that she has made. And so that prompted me to just chat with you guys just a little bit about um, what my mom means to me um, and just what motherhood means to me, um, which is probably a pretty interesting conversation to have because I don't have kids. But um, my relationship with my mom is probably one of the most important And I want to just take this opportunity to share some background information and why she's so important to me. And then also just shout out some of the great moms that I know. So start by saying that my mom and dad are biologically my aunt and uncle. Um, My Mom is my birth mom's biological sister. Um, and then my dad is her husband. So our um, my sister and I lost our mom to cancer in December of 87. At the time, I was three and my sister was eight. Um, and then after she passed, um, we moved to Atlanta with our aunt and uncle, Um and started a life down there. And so in the beginning, I remember um, not too much. I mean, I was I was three going on four when my mom passed. So I don't really remember her much at all. Um, I very, very, I guess that's not true. I do have this one very faint memory when, I mean, I guess I was around three. And 
I don't know the setting, but we were sitting um, somewhere and I had a baby doll and it was one of those little baby dolls that had the yarn hair. And I remember taking the hair tie off of the baby doll's head. And when the yarn fell, the middle of the baby doll's head was bald. And I remember saying to, to my mom, hey, this baby doll's head, like she's bald. And my mom um, kind of shushed me. I remember her shushing me and saying like, girl, stop. So I do have that one memory. But aside from that, I, I don't have much of anything else. But anyway, um, when we first moved to Atlanta, um, our parents were living in a high rise apartment down in Buckhead because our brother had graduated from um, high school about six months prior. And so they were empty nesters and their original plan, I'm sure, was to enjoy living the um, the luxury, luxurious life in um, downtown Atlanta. And then God had other plans, but they, they took it with stride. Um, they, I laugh because I think of the stories that they tell of my sister and I skating through the hallways because of course we're in a high rise apartment. There was no backyard. Um, it was, I want to say probably a two bedroom condo. So we would play wherever we could. Um, and my mom tells this story about how for my fourth birthday, I got a ton of toys, um, makes sense, right? They were, we had experienced so much change. So any opportunity they had to celebrate us, they did so. And they, they did it with a bang. Um, they always would go above and beyond, but anyway, she tells the story of how they were having company. So one of my dad's college friends has stopped by with um, his wife or girlfriend at the time. I don't know. And my mom gets, you know, gave me the pep talk as all moms do um, before you either go somewhere or before someone comes over. And so my mom tells me, Cherie Danielle, and you know, she was serious because she gave me, told me first and middle name or called me about my first and middle name. She's like, don't you pull out all those toys when the company comes over? Like you need to keep all your toys in your room. And sure enough, as soon as that lady got there um, or that <laughs> my dad's friend and his girlfriend got to the house, I went and pulled out every single toy. But um, I have to laugh because that's totally the type of kid I was. So anyway, um, went through all of that. And then we were probably in the high rise for maybe about a month or so. And then my dad um, found us a home out in the Stone Mountain area. And I grew up in that house from... February of 87 until my parents moved and I want to say 2014. So my childhood became extremely stable from that point forward. Um, and I remember in the beginning, um, they were Aunt Quet and Uncle Mike. And it's funny because I have a cousin um, who has a similar story and she's raising her niece and nephew. And um I laughed with her on how their transition from aunt and uncle to mom and dad is happening in front of her. And it's a very, very similar situation. But I remember um, somehow my sister and I decided that we could easily transition from calling our aunt, our mom. Um, I don't know. In my mind, it seems like it was quick. It was pretty quick. It's funny because I actually don't remember referring to them as our aunt and uncle for very long. I know it happened, but it feels like I've always just referred to them as as mom and dad. Like the the time, the amount of time, it feels as though 
on Monday, they might have been Aunt Quet and Uncle Mike. And then on Friday, they were mom and dad. But I know that it there was a much longer transition than that. Um, and in particular, we started calling mom, mom sooner than, <laughs> than we did our dad. And it's funny because it was mom and Uncle Mike. And I'm sure that... You know, on the outside, if we were ever out somewhere, if someone overheard it, it was probably kind of funny. But anyway, um, I laugh at that because um, eventually, though, we got to a point to where they were definitely just mom and dad and we dropped the aunt and the uncle. But um, I share all of that to say that because of the um, uniqueness, I guess, of how our family came together. I cherish my mother and father in a way that's actually really hard for me to explain. And it actually kind of brings tears to my eyes when I think about it, because I recognize that they didn't have to, and they did it and they did it so seamlessly and they never hesitated. They said, if you ask them now, it was never a question for them. It didn't matter. They didn't think about, well, who's going to watch them because we work full time. They didn't think about where are we going to live when you're only in a two bedroom apartment. Um, they didn't think, well, they just didn't think about anything. It just, it was what it was. And they said, okay. And um, I'm so thankful and I recognize that they are probably the biggest blessings in my life. Um, and I just also think about what a hard time that must have been for everybody, for all of my family, because my mom, my biological mom passed in December of 87 and then God called home my grandmother in July of 88. So here are these children, um, these remaining nine siblings who buried their sister in December and had to turn around and bury their mother six months later. And so I can't imagine what they all must have been going through. And so as a result, I think my mom shares a story of how she cried for a year straight just going to work because she was grieving the loss of just two important people in her world. And meanwhile, she's doing that and raising two girls whose worlds have been completely turned upside down. And guys, when I tell you that, I can tell you that in one breath. And then the next, I will say that I had the most impeccable childhood. And I know that that is nothing more than a, than a testament to the sacrifices that my parents have made. And thank you will just never be enough. Um, I've learned what it means to be selfless from my mom and my dad. Um, I've learned what it means to put others first, to be a leader, 
to just be the best version of of me um and everything great and wonderful in my life started with them um and I cherish those relationships and hold them so tightly um I learned about love from my parents They've been together for 45 years now. They'll be celebrating year 46 next December. Um, And I just, I sit back sometimes, y'all, and I'm in such awe. Um, And I hope that they know, I I try to tell them very often, um, both my mom and my dad, how much I appreciate them and how much I love them. Um, and But if I'm being honest, it's also weird, too, because sometimes or as I've gotten older and I just shared this with my mom. So this isn't new as she's listening, because, by the way, my parents listen to my podcast every Tuesday morning as they drink coffee. And I just <laughs> I love that. It makes me smile. Um, but anyway, so this isn't anything that she doesn't already know as she's listening. But um, I shared with her recently. I shared with my mom recently, rather, that. um I, as I've gotten older, I've never once sat back and thought, I wonder what my life would have been like if my biological mom hadn't passed away. Like, and I don't know if that has to do with the fact that I don't have any memories of her or what, but I just, I've never spent any time dwelling on that. Um, I'm very satisfied with the way my life has turned out. I have thought in the past, like, well, if she did, I still would have ended up in Atlanta. Like, I, I just almost felt like there, I think I might still be here. My story may be a little different, but I think um, the impact that my parents have on my life still would have happened, even if my mom hadn't passed, because I feel like this was a divine appointment. But anyway, I what little bit of time I have spent, that's that's been the extent of it. But anyway, I have shared with my mom, though, that um, I do think about as I get older, I want to know more about my biological mom. Um, and we had to have a really good, my mom and I just had a really good conversation um, last week because we celebrated my biological mom's birthday. She would have been 64 um, on May 6th. But anyway, as as my mom and I were talking, um, I shared with her that one of the things that I do kind of wish as I'm, as I'm getting older is I wish I knew more about her. Like she seems like a really cool person. There's parts of my personality that are 100% her. And I just wish I had had a chance to to know her, which is weird because... It's not a, because I feel like I'm missing anything. It's just kind of one of those things where when you're looking back in history, if you learn about a really cool person, you kind of say, dang, I wish I'd had a chance to know them. And I guess it's similar to maybe anybody wanting to know about their ancestry and hey, what was my great, great grandfather like? Um, I think knowing more about my biological mom is along the same lines for me. Again, it's just, um, 
it'd be cool to just learn more about her. And so um, I had a chance to hear some really cool stories um, from some family last week as we were celebrating her birthday. So that was cool. And again, just having, being able to have that type of really just rewarding conversation with my mom about the, the, uh, complex or complexities I'll say of me wanting to know about the lady that gave me birth, um, while not diminishing or taking away from, um, how great of a job and how much I love and appreciate the one who, who gave me or who raised me, um, was cool to know that she, she understood that. And again, that's just another reason why I'm so appreciative of my mom and why Mother's Day is so important to me. Um, and I'm sure if you're listening, you can probably guess that I feel pretty much the same about Father's Day, but we'll, shout that brother out in, in June. <laughs> but yeah, so that's it, y'all. I'm just so appreciative. And I hope my mom knows not just on Mother's Day, but every day how much she is loved and appreciated because she really, really is. Um, I just am so thankful. And that's how Cherie won the parent lottery. That's just a little bit of background information on her. Um, to To kind of wrap up that portion of it, I will say that my mom, oh my gosh, I've learned so much from her. Um, some of my favorite lessons, though, are um, to always treat people with respect. Um, she reminded me that I'm not better than anyone and no one's better than me. Um, she's taught me to always do my best. Um, she knows me like no one else knows me. My mom, all she has to do is look at me and will know instantaneously if something is wrong. And she looks, she gives me the look and I look back and tears would just start flowing. And so she, she knows me like no one else. Um, what else? I've learned how to cook for my mom because her food is impeccable and anybody who has ever had an opportunity to eat will say the same thing without question. Um, I remember, oh, my memories are just... They're so I remember stopping at McDonald's um, on the way to school in the morning. I could always talk her into doing that. Um, she, I learned about entrepreneurship from my mom. She started a well. She I, I think I, I want to say I only remember her working for herself, but I remember her transitioning out of a partnership with another lady in the mortgage industry and opening up her own shop and how she went from in the home to a small office building with just three offices to a huge office building with a reception area and multiple offices, a nice um, big open space for some of her contractors. She's employed everyone from um, my, me, my aunts and uncles, cousins, to even friends of mine that um, that I went to school with. Um. I just learned so much. She continues to to teach me every day. I learned strength from my mom. Y'all, she is literally the strongest person I know. Um, she's battled some health issues over the last few years. But the way she has come out on the other side of it 
is just impeccable because again, she's, she's superwoman. She's definitely the strongest person I know. And I'm just so thankful if I can grow up to be even a fraction of the woman that she is, it'll be a life well lived. So thank you, mommy. And I hope you had just an impeccable mother's day. Um, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you so much. Thank you. Thank you. So that's that. That's the hashtag for the week, y'all. It's um, Mother's Day. Um, please share with me some of your favorite stories of your mom. I would love to hear them. Um, so shout me out on on Facebook or Instagram at hashtags and hangups. Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you more than you know. Chat soon. Bye. <laughs>